listener production. Like some to die for yogurt on some perfectly soaked burger. Bad boys get all the yum yum. Yes. Yum yum good. Yum yum good. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Alex Tyson just did a story in the news a couple of days ago about a Kiwi grandmother, grandmother from New Zealand who forgot to uh, declare a chicken sandwich. Oh no. That was in her backpack. Yeah. At the airport. Touches down in Brisbane. Yeah. Three thousand dollar fine. Three thousand. <laughs> Oh, For a chicken singer, yeah, that's exactly what you want after a long flight. Hey, just as a just as a nice, because because long haul flying isn't bad enough to get to pay the three thousand dollars at the end. Because she forgot, she left it in that she was going to eat it on the plane. Apparently, when she yeah. forgot, and then they say that there's really strict biosecurity laws with um, especially meats mm. uh, and etc. Things that can come in, little nasties. Another person got uh, done for a uh, for a sandwich, $2,664. Jeez, that's exy. Yeah. Well, my friend might feel better because I went to New Zealand recently chatting to a friend and they were getting back from Australia. They live there and got pulled aside and said, I'm sorry, there's a round thing in your bag. Like they scanned it, there's a round thing. And... Like, oh, I've got to open up mandarin for a kid. They oh. got a kid. Mandarin is there. So oh. $400 fine. Like, oh, $400. That's oh, an expensive mandarin. But, but it comes to thousands. The, the infringement can be up to $6,260. So they say you gotta you got to declare this stuff, make sure it's okay. But I've, you know, I'm not... I'm not yeah, you wouldn't from- do anything against the law, <laughs> would you, Matt? <laughs> It's funny you should say that, Alex Dyson, because I do have a story about getting arrested. That pops up today. As well as that, we've got a bit of Ask Alex when it comes to wedding etiquette. It should be fun. Let's do it. All day breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Tis the season to be giving, Mm -hmm. but it sometimes can be the season to be taking as well. Story out of the US in Georgia, actually. Um, a robber slipped on some ice and knocked himself out in an incident police likened to a scene out of Home Alone. <laughs> He's trying to rob the rob a business on Christmas Day at gunpoint. I just slipped on some like black ice on the footpath or something. <laughs> then, Feet yeah. went up. Yeah, exactly. Cracked his head. I'm sure everyone. You saw it was ice. He didn't slip on marbles. <laughs> Sure. Little toy cars <laughs> slid, slid down the stairs, and then an iron fell on his face. <laughs> <laughs> no, what actually happened? What was he robbing? No, he was robbing a business at gunpoint. I mean, this sounds oh, terrible. Early hours of Christmas Day, um, demanded cash from an employee after pulling out a gun. They then exited the rear of the building before slipping on a patch of ice and smashing their head. Oh dear. Um, they had some pretty rough injuries there. But, um, no, it is the season to be taking because this is what's happening in England. There's been a warning issued over Christmas gnomes appearing in people's gardens. What? Like spontaneous? Yes. So these little these little grey gnomes with long beards have been popping up, okay? And so North Wales police have said this seemingly innocent model, as in this thing that's happening, gnomes suddenly popping up, are actually, could possibly be a calling card for thieves. Right. Mm. So you've got Christmas thieves going along and they could put a gnome in someone's garden. That's like, this is a good place to rob. Yes, exactly. Now what happens is they put the gnome in the front yard and they just wait. 
And if no one takes the gnome away, because people will go like, oh, hey, there's a gnome here. Why, why is there a gnome in my front yard? Yep. They pick it up and they take it away. Then they know that someone's in the house. Oh. But if the gnome is just sitting there for a few days, they go, no one, li- no one lives there. Let's go. No one home, <laughs> gnome. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they, then, they, then they target it. And let's just hope that those thieves don't encounter a little six-year-old raff, <laughs> ruffian. <laughs> Who sets booby traps in the house, <laughs> knowing that these gnomes are uh, a calling card. That's yeah, interesting. So, I know, right? I mean, thieves, they're smart, aren't they? Because if, I, if a gnome appeared in my yard, not that I have a yard, but if a gnome appeared in my yard, I'd probably just leave it. I know, I'd be like, oh, how sweet. That's very kind of someone. Yeah. Exactly. To have left me a gnome on Christmas when I need gnomes the most. <laughs> if, I, if a gnome popped up in my yard in March, I'd be like, that's weird. And then I'd throw well, it away. Yeah, but it's like, <laughs> strange. Anzac Day is coming up. I don't know. <laughs> Why is there a gnome here? But, but on Christmas, I'd be like, this gnome has turned up right on time. Well done, gnomey. <laughs> and I'd that's chill it. with the gnome. Well, it's kind of weird for the wise man who had a star pop up at Christmas and they sort of followed it. Oh, yeah? yeah. Like if, if Christmas popped up, you started following the star, you wouldn't know to take a gift, would you? You wouldn't be like... <clears throat> they, so they, I reckon the, um, the frankincense and everything, that was already on them. They just sort of padded their pockets when they found out that there was a baby there. Well, I remember getting arrested on Christmas Eve a couple of years ago. And when I say a couple <laughs> of years ago, I mean like 15 years ago now. Yeah. Um, because Christmas Eve used to be a big, a big Imagine, event. Did you see the police when you woke up on some ice and you no. <laughs> opened your eyes? And were like, no. Well, we got into we got into like uh, an argument out the front of um, this pub. You and, and the bouncer. Well, uh, no. Well, sort of. Actually, the police were there arresting some other guy. Like they were they were they were taking this other guy into the thingy. Yeah. And then. We were leaving the pub and I was, oh, that's right. I was yelling at my friend who was leaving. Yep. And it was sort of like. You were yelling out, Merry Christmas, mate. Love you. Have a beautiful day tomorrow. Were you sort of yelling that? It was something a little bit more like vulgar than that. (laughs) And it seemed a bit more aggressive than that, but it wasn't. But the police who were already arresting someone else were like, all right. You, there's two more. There's two free seats in the back. You can come. <laughs> We're in. doing a trip anyway. Yeah, it was like Uber pool, but for police. <laughs> Uber div, divvy, divvy yeah, pool, divvy pool, right? So anyway, then I'm like, oh, what? I haven't done anything. And so they they uh, they chuck me in the back for and yelling. Then they, yeah, because I was Swear like, words. I mean, I was swearing quite loudly. And they say, you know, be quiet on your way out of the pub. But it was Christmas Eve. And Please. You know, mates having <laughs> a good time. Respect our neighbours. The, ki- the kiddies are trying to words. sleep as Santa comes yeah. down. You just hear Matt O'Connor. Anyway. Like, Mommy, Daddy, is that a reindeer? Get out! <laughs> 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 if you, you head. Come on, mate. Anyways, then, um, then the police put me in the back of their, their car with this other guy who had actually done a bad thing. <laughs> You're in the back with him. And he's there going... He's there going. Put him back in the oh, car or the back of their sleigh. He was, <laughs> he was there going. Oh, it's bullshit, isn't it, mate? Bloody cops! And I was like, man, shut up. I don't, know, I have nothing to do with you. I just want to get out of this thing. And so I'm like, guys, I didn't do anything. Can I please just go? It's Christmas Eve. So then, 
Then they drove around the corner from the pub and they dropped me off and they said, we don't want to see you. So they let you out around the corner. Yeah, just around the corner. It was like an arrest for show. I'm pretty sure there was just like, hey, you get out of here. Like, I think they just wanted me out of that If the people were mingling out the front of the pub and they start arresting people, everyone would be like, oh, we better go. So then anyways, so then I'm like, oh, thank you. They're like, we don't want to see you again tonight. And I'm like, okay, no worries. So then I get out of the car. They just dropped me in the middle of some random street in Toowong. I've got to get home to Indrapilly. There's no cabs. Are you living with your dad at this point? Yeah, and there's no, there's no, I don't have a phone or anything. So then I just start walking. It's and I so reckon funny then, if you went, went for a nap and he, your dad found you under the tree like a present, like under a tree <laughs> randomly in the streets. Well, I walked I walked two suburbs across, um, which took me about an hour until I got to a small um, convenience store that was selling Slurpees. <laughs> um, Eggnog Slurpees? <laughs> and so then... So then me and I, by this stage, I'd caught up with my friend because they, they were like, oh, we're at this convenience store. So then I, then I met up with them and then we got Slurpees. <laughs> then the bloody cops came. The same dudes? And, yeah, the same dudes. They're like, what are you doing here? We told you to go home. And I'm like, I wanted a Slurpee. <laughs> Slurping my raspberry frozo. I just wanted a Slurpee before I got home. I'm on my way home. Anyway, the point is, I think that if on that journey I'd seen a star, I would have followed it. Yeah. <laughs> and not only that, whatever I found, the person that I found at the end in their manger, yeah. I would have given them my Frozo. Yeah. I would have given to them you, the Slurpee. To you, I give gold. To you, I give frankincense. <laughs> and to you, I give a Frozo. <laughs> so anyways, little miracle of... You know, Jesus, Jesus with the ice cream headache. <laughs> <laughs> Little baby Jesus with the ice cream headache. Ah, red lips. Brain freeze. <laughs> Brain freeze. Ah, it's a miracle. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like Jesus would sort of like cure, he could cure leprosy and stuff. He could definitely cure a brain freeze. But if he turned water into wine, he could turn a... Slurpee into a frozen margarita. Like this, <laughs> this guy'd be ripping through. Can you hear me, Alex? Alex, can I ask you a question? It's called Ask Alex. Yes, when you've got a dilemma much like Nellie and Kelly Rowland, feel free to slip into my DMs and ask a question for Ask Alex. Um, don't write it in Microsoft Excel, as Kelly did in the video clip. Or was that for my boo? Is that the same song? <laughs> I, I think it was Dilemma, yeah, yeah and, and Kelly's writing in an Excel. That's, that's where we were at with technology in the year 2000. The director going, no one's going to know. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, here we go. Let's get a question here from... Samuel, I'm faced with a bit of a moral dilemma that I'm hoping to run past the boys. I have a wedding coming up, of which I'm attending solo, given the bride and groom have strictly set a no-kids rule. This sees my wife and six-month-old daughter missing out, as she's far too young to be passed off to a babysitter to be minded for the night. We've come to accept this, but for now, I'm struggling with my gift. You see, the groom of this wedding attended my own wedding less than two years ago. The relationship with his now bride was in its formative stages. So he attended on his own and he came along bearing 
no gift whatsoever. Do I return serve by coming empty-handed or do I gift as a reasonable person would? Wow. Okay, there's a lot to unpack here. I mean, wedding gifts. It is, like Kelly and Nelly would say, a dilemma. Mm. What's your gift-giving policy at weddings, Matt? Look, it, my gift-giving has changed with my um, financial situation. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, it's, where did it start? It started at $100 per couple. Okay. Now it's around about 200 per couple. Damn. Buddy cost okay. of living. This inflation um, is out of control. Well, but also, you know, as I, as I have earned more money in my life, I feel comfortable giving more. And do you spend that amount on a gift for a couple or do you just give them the cash? I mean, often they want the cash. Mm. Cash is king, baby. <laughs> you know? Cash is king. Well, not anymore. You sort of... At the weddings, I wouldn't be surprised at weddings now. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, we just accept card, and you've got to give your present yeah. by tapping and paying. I went paying. to a wedding recently. We had to go. You just went straight into the direct deposit. Really? Yeah, just send the money into the account, mate. What a QR code with here's where you donate. <laughs> just don't even bother. Just Western Union direct transfer. Let's go. Well, Samuel, I am one. I am one for equality, you know, and fairness. Mm. Okay, what's good for the goose? is good for the gander, as they say. And so I reckon if your so-called friend rocked up with no gift to your wedding, it's perfectly reasonable for you to rock up with no gift as well. No, no. I mean, you you can do that, Mm. but two wrongs don't make a right. All right. right. So you're saying be the bigger person. Oh, yeah. When have you ever been the bigger person? (laughs) You are constantly the smaller person <laughs> in every story that you tell on this podcast. You're here being the smaller person. I am often extremely petty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But when I'm in a taxi, usually I try to just be the bigger person <laughs> and just walk out <laughs> without Here's causing your a thing. scene. This is your chance to get one up. On, on right. the friendship ranking. This person will owe you from now on and you can basically own them. You're paying them back. You're getting... Because you paid for their wedding party and drinks and food or whatever when they yeah. came to your wedding and this is them giving the present of, oh, you can do it now without having it paid for no, us. No, that, that makes the ledger even. You don't want that. You want them in your debt. <laughs> oh, so you're being the smaller person <laughs> in a different way. Ah, oh, now it makes sense. You want now them knowing. As they're cooking bread in that toaster you bought them every morning, yeah. Your boy Okan did this. Mm. You owe me forever. Then one day, you know, when you say, hey, buddy, I just need a favour. Mm-hmm. Bury this suitcase full of cash in your backyard, <laughs> please. Don't let anyone know about it. Then they've right. got to because they still got the bloody crock pot you bought them. I'll do you the middle ground, okay? <laughs> and this is what I did at my most recent wedding, mm-hmm. okay? Going along, as always, leaving it to last minute. It was an interstate wedding, so I was over there, got the card. Yeah. I thought, all right, what am I going to get? Brilliant, okay? They're going to be spending a bit of time in Dalesford, got the little the little shack out in Dalesford, right, mm. to, to renovate, renovation, as Bron says. And I'm like, okay, let's make it thoughtful, let's make it useful, but let's not just give cash. So I wrote in the card, 
I got you a two hundred dollar voucher to the local hardware store. You know, I know you're going to be doing that. See, that is a really that is a really nice present. Supporting Mm. local, it's it's a really decent amount of money to give. And I think that and that really is Mm. well done. You know, the perfect thing about this though, Samuel, I haven't done that yet. (laughs) What do you mean? Well, I wrote it in the card that that's what I've done, and you know, when once I remember. Because I remember the other day, it's like, oh, damn, I still haven't. But I thought it'd buy me some time. So but it takes wait. a while for them to filter through the cards, you know. I thought that by then I would have been able to call up the Dalesford thing and do, actually, do you do gift vouchers? Which I haven't done yet. So there's a chance that this will never happen, but you still get the credit. Yeah, you get the credit for it. You still get the credit and yeah. then it doesn't even happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, you are an evil mastermind. <laughs> so I'm... You know, I plan to do this still in one day, and if it gets brought up, I'm absolutely, you know, there we go. I'm following through, but um, maybe that's what you could do there, Sam. Well, look, no, here, and the question <laughs> is, did credit. this person, when this guy came to your wedding, <laughs> so, did he have so to I, travel? I got your voucher for the human fund, <laughs> a donation in your name. Well, I, well I, that's I, a good one. Maybe donate money to, like, the Red Cross, or you say something, you know, obviously there's conflict going on overseas, so I, I've given your present to Medicine Sans Frontier. <laughs> oh, Okay. I mean, that's a good thing to do, but you know, it doesn't help you go on a honeymoon, does it? <laughs> no. This person who came to your wedding, if you made them travel, then I think, and I don't often abide by this, because often they say, look, we know you're traveling. And it does. The bills rack up. Yeah. You go on flights. You go on a com. You're looking at the 500 to to $1,000. So then to chuck the prezi on top, it does add up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe this guy who came to your wedding bearing no gift did that, all right? Right. Pay so, the cash. you know, yeah, maybe maybe that's what's Perfect. happened. So, all right, it's settled, Samuel. You're going along solo, but you take an envelope, you write a nice little card saying, such a good friend, and in it you just have the receipts from the petrol station. <laughs> um, you have your airline ticket receipts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The other incidentals the that if, pop up. The what if the mini bar reference. Bill, um, <laughs> just pop them in there. It's like, here is my gift. I have spent this money on myself for you. <laughs> there it is. Thank you very much. Brilliant. Thank for you. Asking Alex. And thank you, Alex, for solving all of our problems. Oh, and that is the end of another Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Our gift to you, another podcast to Moz. Mm. Please join us and again. We will ex- be expecting from you a podcast for us for free, please, um, <laughs> that we could listen to. Otherwise, this ledger is completely uneven and it feels like a very one sided friendship. Um, we will be back same time, same place. So keep an eye out. And in the meantime, let us know what you reckon about this dilemma at matt.n.alex. If you've got any stories that relate oh, yeah, to wedding. Talk about it in mailbag if we need it. Wedding prezies. Yeah, please hit us up at matt.n.alex. All right. We love you. We're going to leave you. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.n.alex. Oh, F you, you D-head. Come on, mate.